Good evening, my friends. This is Vincent. Thank you for joining me, and welcome to America Next. This is episode 25. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you, quite frankly. I'm going to just lay it out there because I'm a little miffed about some of the crap that's going on. The name of this title, this episode, you saw what I said. What the F is wrong with these Republicans? Well, you know, I said F, but you know what I'm saying. What the fuck is wrong with these Republicans? In the last couple of weeks, some things have occurred that have just blown my mind. I mean, that you think that it's, it cannot get any worse, but it does. And I'm just going to bring out a few, just, just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. But please understand, there is a lot more. Okay, so strap on and let's listen. Okay, item number one, there's just, it's been bothering me for months now, but it just gets worse. We all know that, you know, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Got you. We are going to fix that eventually. But for right now, states, these conservative states are doing whatever they can to screw up the lives of women. Okay. For example, down in Louisiana, a woman pregnant, she went in for an examination. Her doctor told her her baby has some kind of illness. I'm not going to even try to say the name of it. But whatever it is, it has created a problem for the child to the point that his skull is not being developed. So if even if he is born, he will live probably only moments, maybe hours, because he has no skull. This is a terminal case. Now, in any legitimate state, they would say, in that case, ma'am, you are authorized to have an abortion. This child will not live. This, this, you know, this illness is not something that we can correct. Science, medical science, all agree. But in Louisiana, guess what? The courts won't let her do it. No. They say he's alive. So she has to go through with it. The only way she can get out of it is to get in a car or a plane and go to another state to have the abortion. Now think about that for a second. Just think about that. All right? Just think about how sickening that is to do this to this woman and her family. He's terminal. He will not live. But they, because he said they, they, they honor life, they have to bring him into the world. Okay, just hang on. We're going a couple more here. Number two, the teacher shortage. As we all know, the last couple of years has been tough on the education system for a number of reasons. The main reason is because of COVID. Teachers have been working hard trying to still provide education to the kids, even though most of them were not in school for the last couple of years. But teachers have been under pressure for a long time. Let's face it. They are underfunded and underpaid. And in the last couple of years in particular, they have been getting bombarded with all this political bullshit, okay? 
They are told they cannot provide uh, complete, you know, science history because science goes against, you know, for the co- conservative Christians, it goes against the Bible. There are people questioning math because they're not sure if math is real. They're, they don't want history because history makes the other people, some of the kids feel bad because of what their ancestors did. And they don't like literature because literature opens up their mind. So the teachers are sitting there trying to say, okay, you've taken away our entire curriculum. What do you want us to teach? Well, teachers are getting fed up. They didn't mind providing education if they, you know, as long as the government stayed out of the way. And I'm talking about the state governments. But now that the state governments are putting their hand into it, and these Christian parents are becoming fanatical, the teachers are set enough. In the last year and a half, we have lost over 300,000, at least 300,000 teachers nationwide. And the number is growing. Now, yes, they find new ones, but in many cases, they don't find them. In many cases, they have said they're going to have to shorten the school day. They're going to have school uh, classes every other day or they're still going to be doing it from home because they don't have enough teachers. They are fed up with all of this political bullshit that's going on. They just want to go there and educate our kids. They want to go there and teach them the basics so that they can go on and live productive lives and help us be competitive. But those politicians, they don't want educated people. You remember I told you that. They do not want educated people. They want people that are ignorant so that you will constantly believe what they tell you. Okay? Now, let's go to another topic. In Florida, you know, the governor there passed a law, signed a law a few months ago that everybody calls the no-woke law. Okay? Basically, it's a law that covers a whole slew of things that he doesn't like. I mean, he doesn't want teachers to be teaching history. He doesn't want to talk about sexual education. He doesn't want to talk about racial discrimination. And the law also affects businesses. How? Well, businesses, naturally, for the last 20-some years, has held sensitivity classes or training to help the people better get along with each other. You have to go through these classes to help you understand how to deal for men dealing with the opposite sex, for what is sexual discrimination, what is racial discrimination, what is what is bias against people of religion or whatever. All of us in the business world today have dealt with that. And it's been going on for years and it helps because the companies want their people there focused on being productive employees. They don't want their people coming there, spending time fighting each other with the crap that you see out on the street. Well, this law in Florida prohibits businesses from teaching any of that stuff or providing any kind of training. He says they shouldn't be telling people about discrimination or gender bias and all that kind of stuff. Well, the people there in Florida thank goodness, have been fighting. And a number of people have taken him to court. And the day a judge stopped that law, put a hold on it, because he said, this is not, you know, this doesn't make sense. 
You're telling people that you're allowing people to go back to where we were in the 60s when people just went to, just think about it. 50 years ago, we didn't have any kind of, 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 of sensitivity when it comes to for people of color, of race, gender, or anything like that. People could discriminate at work and nothing you could do about it. We've learned a lot in the last 50 years. And this fool down in Florida somehow wants to you know, take us back and think that is a better America. He doesn't want people to be woke. Well, guess what? We are woke and we will stay woke. But his stupid ass thinks that we are going to go back in time because he's afraid of the future. Well, it's too bad for him. It is really too bad. Now, the fourth area I want to bring up to you is Trump. We all know what has happened in the last couple of weeks. The FBI went in there and raided his home. Now, when a president leaves office, he can only take his clothing, okay, um, he's <laughs> in some furniture, but all those papers are turned over to the government and the government goes through and does an analysis to determine what is sensitive and what is not. Okay. So all presidents have done that. All presidents, when they leave, they leave all of the paperwork, the recordings, cameras, video, everything behind. The government will go through that, and over months, they will determine what is sensitive and what is not. And what is not sensitive, then they will turn it back over to you. That is how the law works, and that is the way it has been done. Trump decided, oh, I'm going to leave here with 30-plus boxes of stuff. You know, because I'm the president, I can decide on what is sensitive or not. Well, he cannot. That's not the law. The second part of it is when they told him about this some months ago, he said, okay, 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 I'll send it back. He sent back like 15 boxes of it. Well, the government knew there was a lot more. And they had asked him repeatedly. They had sent notice to his lawyers. Okay? They had been working behind the scenes for months trying to get this asshole to turn over those papers. And he kept stalling them. Well, they got Tyler Stalling, and they went in and got those papers. Now, this butthole now is screaming that they shouldn't have done that. We was working with them. No, you wasn't. You wasn't working with them. Because if you was working with the government, you would have turned them over months ago. Okay? And, and let's, let's not forget the big issue. Why in the hell did you have the papers in the first place? Okay, let's talk about this. He knew this was wrong. Why do I know he knows that? Listen to this. In 2018, when Trump was president, he had to sign an update to the Foreign Intelligence Act. Okay? And part of that update in there dealt with handling of secret classified information. This, this new update made it clear how things are documents are supposed to be handled and the new harsher punishments that will be put in place when you mishandle that information. He signed that in 2018. So he knew exactly that walking out of the White House with those papers was wrong. So now for him to go back and say, I didn't know, or I could change things, no. You sign a law, the law has been in place for years, but they have updates to it. 
and you signed the update to the Foreign Intelligence Act in 2018 outlining those changes. You knew, he knew, Trump knew that it was wrong. You see, the process is very simple, very simple. When it comes to those papers, they walk out of the White House, leave them there, and the national federal government takes control and sends them over to the National Archives. That stuff goes directly to the National Archives, directly to the National Archives, and they will determine what is sensitive and what is not and handle it accordingly. So he knew about this. Now, that's bad enough, but you know what really irks the hell out of me? Is that now he has been gone on his, you know, he has a couple of sites, you know, the Truth Network and all those other crap um, websites. He has been going on there telling his people that the government is persecuting me, the government is doing this, the government is doing that. And you know what? That bastard has been able to raise almost a million dollars a day for like three or four days in a row. It has tapered off now. But for the first couple of days after this happened, his website was raking in about a million dollars a day. And, and, and listen, people, listen to this. The contributions were like $5, $1, $10. It was just a small, regular people. Those regular, hard-working people are still giving this butthole money. And I'm just sitting here just about to blow a cap because I cannot understand why in the world would you be sending your hard-earned money to this person who is a liar, a cheater, a sexual pervert, and now maybe even a traitor because there is very strong evidence that he might have been trying to sell some of this information. I cannot for the life of me understand why you would give your hard-earned money to this piece of shit. I cannot. So, those are the things, ladies and gentlemen, in the last couple of weeks that have just, I mean, turned me into a to a point that I just want to slap the snot out of somebody. I mean, what in the hell is wrong with these Republicans? I mean, really, it's one thing to be greedy. I remember Republicans being greedy and always trying to make more money, make more money. But I have never seen them get to the point when they are willing to almost destroy a nation, their nation, just to appease a few. Whether you're talking about the issue of the what well, Trump and, and those secret papers, or you're talking about the woke law down in Florida, which is designed so that he can, that governor down there can keep his people ignorant, or you're talking about the teacher shortage, again, across the country, the states that have Republican control um, um, governments, they're trying to make sure that the that, that kids are not educated. They don't want their kids to know what the world is doing. They want them to be dumb as shit so that they will believe in everything. And abortion, that has nothing to do with saving law, saving lives. It's simply about controlling women. This woman here is a prime example. Her child is being born without a skull. He will die within hours. There's no hope for him. 
but she cannot get the state to say, yes, you can have an abortion because that's given her control. And they want you to make sure that women understand that you do not have control over your bodies. That's only for the government to have control. Ultimately, it means men. You see, these this type of crap, I'm saying, I'm friends, I'm being honest with you. This kind of crap has created such an anger in me, it's not funny. And when I go on Twitter or go on other sources and I'm reading the lines from other people, I see that they feel the same way. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with these Republicans? What is wrong with you? It's one thing. It is one thing to be pro-capitalism to a point that you keep giving breaks to the rich. That's not good, but that's one thing. But when you get to the place when you are sabotaging your entire base, the people that you're supposed to be supporting, the working class people, the, the women, the mothers, the teachers, the truck drivers, you are taking advantage of them to the point that you are ruining their futures. For what? For what? Let's, let's, let's just look at this for an example, just a, just a small example. As I told you before, there are many sources out there who says the education level between a high school kid from China and a high school kid from the United States is, is drastic. A high school kid from China comes out of high school with the equivalent of like a first-year college kid here in the United States. Now, keep that in mind. Now, let's suppose we go the route of this new conservative Republican movement and we start pulling back on education. We're questioning math. We definitely don't like science because it goes against religion. We don't like literature because it opens up. We don't like history. So these kids will come out 50 years behind their predecessors. Now, you tell me, if China's kids are already in front of us, how are we going to be competitive? Give me one example, one way that our kids will be competitive against the other people from around the world. Russia, China, Japan, Germany, France. How are we going to be competitive? It is no way possible. None. And like I said, that's by design. They believe that if their population, their people are ignorant, they will listen to them and do whatever they say. But they don't realize that if they even succeeded that, that it destroys America. America, America didn't get to be the superpower it is by being dumb. We cannot remain a superpower by being dumb. Especially when the rest of the world is doing everything they can to catch up or pass us. 50 years ago, China was not a threat to us when it came to economics, military, money, resources. They were not a threat. But now China has everything we have and then some. So are we going to suddenly take a left turn and start embracing the ignorance of Trump? And say, that's all right, because 20 years from now, when we are ignorant and China is super smart, we're still going to be the greatest nation. Fuck no. 
we lose it all. Friends, I don't care what your persuasion is. I really don't. What I care about is how you feel about your country. Someone asked me the other day, because I gave, I gave a, 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 a warm response to Representative Liz Cheney. And I said that I would <clears throat> excuse me, support her in her efforts to save America. And someone said, well, you know, she's a staunch Republican. I said, yeah, she's a Republican from the, the um, old school that I can deal with. Yeah, she has conservative values. Yes, she she doesn't believe in spending as much money as probably I would like to spend on social programs. And you know, yes, she you know she has she's has a more of a hawk view when it comes to wartime things, and maybe I do, but we can deal with that. But she's always going to be fighting for this country. She's always going to fight to make sure that democracy reigns. The rule of law is in place. I said, I can support that. You see, that's where we are right now. We are going to, you need to go out here, find new, strange bedfellows, okay? Because the old idea that you can hate, you have to hate all Republicans. No, not really. You need to hate those bottom feeders that are trying to destroy the country, Okay? Not all Republicans are doing that. I predict that Liz Cheney, since she lost her re-election bid, trust me, she's still going to be in Congress now for another five or six months, you know, because, you know, her term is not over. But when she's finished, she's going to start a movement on the Republican side and either start a new Republican um, organization or just a new party altogether. And she's going to do everything she can to crush those extremist people. And I will help her any way I can. Because the extremists are bad for all of us. When you have extremists saying that a woman cannot get an abortion, even though her child will die upon birth, okay, something is wrong. If you have a group of people that says that teaching history in, in, in schools is bad because we don't know what history, what is true or what is not, or because it makes some kids feel bad, then you have a problem. When you have a system by which you pass laws that keep certain communities from voting in the numbers they represent, they want to vote, but you make it hard for them to vote. If you have that kind of politicians going on, that something is wrong. And if you have somebody who was a former president who is trying to possibly sell secrets and now he's making money from the people that he makes fun of. And in private, Trump doesn't like the poor people that he talks about. Do you think he would let any of those people come into his home and have dinner with him? No. He's a snob. He's an old New York snob. He would not hang out with those people that he takes money from. So when you have a party that have all this crap going on, yes, then you need to understand that element. That element 
is an extreme element, and that is the element that you have to fight. So if you find a Republican friend out there who's totally against it and who's totally fighting, then you give them your support. Because we cannot do this just with just the Democrats. We're going to need the Democrats, we're going to need the independents, and we're going to need the Republicans who don't like that crap either. That's the only way this is going to work. They are a cancer. A cancer that can be cured. That's the thing. Some cancers are incurable. Not this one. This extreme element is a cancer that we can cure. We can totally eradicate it. But we all have to work together. All of us who believe in America, who love America, who believe in democracy, who believe in the rule of law, if all of us, black, white, Jew, Gentile, Republican, or Democrat, if we join together, we can destroy this cancer. That's it, people. Okay? That's where we are. I hope you will take this little episode tonight and go out there and be a little more pissed. When you walk out there, when you see something, ask that same question. What the F are these people doing? Get mad. Share your thoughts. Share your anger. Make sure that you are telling people we got to vote like our lives depend on it. Because in many ways, it does. That cancer can be killed, but if we do not fight it, it will kill or destroy us. Okay, friends, that's all for right now. Please stay angry. Please keep moving forward. And let's do this thing together. Thank you and talk to you real soon.